This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Peerless, not price, is what Smalls has said. What a terrible joke. About awful Patrick Mahomes. I can't believe you wrote that for me, CeCe. Uh, about <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, that he has no peers in this league. This is Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle coming to you live from the seaport, brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. So, Smalls may have said it that way. Patrick Mahomes' dad doesn't agree with Smalls about his own son. He was a guest yesterday on Greeny, 10 a.m. to noon Eastern here on ESPN Radio. I was in for Greeny, and uh, Patrick Mahomes Sr. had this to say about his son in the all-time QB rankings. Do you think he's the greatest quarterback of all time right now? That's still to be determined. Still has a way to go. Uh, I have mad respect for Tom Brady. and I grew up as a Joe Montana fan. Those guys are that ilk. So uh, he's on the right trajectory. But right now, I would still say those guys are better. I mean, I think he's the most athletic quarterback that we've seen. I think he can do a lot more things than uh, some of those other guys could do. But the name of the game is winning. And those guys won at a, at a great rate. Right now, Patrick, you know, is doing what he needs to do. But those guys, to me, still have the nod. But, I mean, he's coming. All right, so Dad says son is three overall. I think you have him, CC at two. Or three. Where do you have Mahomes right now? I have him at two. Two. I have him at two. But I can understand why you would show Joe Montana that respect because there's still a body of work that Pat Mahomes needs to fill out. But we've already talked about it, and it's not hyperbolic. This is the best first six-year start of any quarterback in NFL history. I mean, to, to be starting in his fourth Super Bowl before the age of 30, no other quarterback has done that. I mean, to have multiple MVPs and multiple championships at this stage in your career, it's, it's a testament to how good this guy was mm-hmm. early on. And based on the trajectory, I, I think it's fair to, to assume that this guy is going to rival the best that have ever done it, Tom Brady and certainly Joe Montana. So let's go there. Let's compare him to Brady in this regard. Brady's run with New England was six Super Bowls, right? Mahomes already has two. If I said to you right now, you have to choose one, Mahomes will win four more, or no more, where do you go? I'm putting my money on four more. I'm never going to doubt him again. And I know that sounds crazy to put money on him winning four more Super Bowls. How improbable that sounds. But also, how improbable is it that every year that he's a starter, that the AFC Championship game would go through him? He's already defied improbable logic and improbable numbers. And nothing is really going to stop him unless he gets hurt. And this has been one of the most durable quarterbacks that we've seen. He rarely misses games. He plays through injuries a lot of the time. He really feels like he's not slowing down at any point. So I think if I had to choose one, I'm going to bet on him to be the greatest. I'm going to bet on him to win four more. Yeah, I would probably bet on him winning four more, too, just because I can't see a world where he doesn't win anymore. Right. Like, I get that everybody is pointing to Andy Reid, potentially retiring and shutting it down and the faucet being shut off. But I just think this guy is so good that he's going to be able to elevate everybody around him and even people in the organization, that being the general manager and the head coach. So Pat Mahomes is the ultimate deodorant. He covers up any deficiencies that the franchise may have. And this is a guy that has told you his priority is trying to chase down the best who have ever done it, which is Tom Brady, and that he's willing to structure his contract uh, and his and his compensation in a way that gives them flexibility to keep a solid roster around him. Now, 
The thing I'll say is Kansas City has got some consequential decisions that they got to make this offseason. Chris Jones is an impending free agent. LeJarrius Sneed is going to be a free agent. So those are big-ticket players, Mm -hmm. defensive line and corner. It ain't going to be cheap to be able to keep top-tier talent around Mahomes. But this is a guy that's going to give you the runway to figure it out just because he's so damn good. Yeah, and the defensive has obviously been – largely instrumental in him being able to have all this success. I certainly don't want to take anything away from that or minimize that in any way. But it feels like when obstacles come in his path, he overcomes them. Okay, you don't have Tyreek Hill? No problem. I'll just go out there and win a Super Bowl. Oh, your receivers can't catch a ball to save their life at times? No problem. We'll get back to the Super Bowl. Anytime that we've thought there would be an obstacle in his way and that it might slow him down, it hasn't. So why would I forecast that losing key defensive pieces or maybe his head coach walking away would be something that would derail him? You are both, in my mind, saying everything that makes all the sense in the world. Like, There's nothing you said that I could even argue with. Except, I, if given the choice, is he more likely to win four more or no more? I have to say no more because you're – and he is so good. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. His dad may be right. He may already be at least the third best quarterback of all time. CeCe has him second. Not, there's no argument for me on any of that. But it's just if he loses next Sunday, he's still at zero. In terms of more, right? He's still a two overall. Like, is it is it a possibility he never gets back there? Sure. Is it a probability? I would say no. But even if his career has no more Super Bowls, he's still arguably the second greatest player of all time. And some will say he's the greatest of all time. So I hate doing this. But when, when given that option of four more or no more, I have to say it's more likely he wins no more. But let me ask you a question. Is it all about the rings? Does he, does he have to match Joe Montana to be in rings to be greater than Joe Montana? Is that so? No, no, no. I mean, his dad is, yeah. show, is, is showing the respect because Joe yeah. Montana's career is complete, yeah. and, and Joe Montana was able to go a perfect 4-0 in the Super Bowl. Like, right. there's still I'm going to say yes to your, your question. Here's why I would say yes. Okay, so the question is, does he have to win more to surpass a guy like Montana? Yes. We're going to hold this is this is sick but it's what we do as sports fans. We're going to hold his early success against him. Wait a minute. You got to 4 and 1 2 within your first 6 years and your last 10 you never got to one? We will then hold that against him. Did we hold it against Dan Marino? Yes. I don't think we hold we it hold against We hold it against Dan Aaron Rodgers. <sighs> now Aaron Rodgers brings a lot of the negativity upon himself. He brought himself. a lot of it on himself. Yeah. But we do yeah. hold it against him. Hey, you know, you got there in 2010. You haven't gotten there since. And in the NFC Championship games, what, 13-10 was the game they lost to the Niners a few years ago? Yeah. Like just an ugly, low-scoring, at-home game. They lost to the Bucks at home with Brady. I think we will hold it against him if he never gets back there after this year. I do. It's not right, but I think we would. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, your telephone number to be a part of the show. If we put it out there and we told you we could see into the future, we know Mahomes is either going to win four more to equal Brady with New England or no more, where are you going on that? Four more or no more? Now, let's go back to the four more because four more is double the amount he has currently. Yes. That's insane. You know better than anyone how hard it is to win one, and you're projecting four more for this guy. Yeah, but there's a chance that he can get another one in right. a matter of a week. So, I mean, I just I look at where his career is taking. Think about it. He starts the season in the conference championship game. Like six straight years as a starter, six straight conference championship game appearances, and five of them have been at Arrowhead. 
So why would I assume that there's going to be this precipitous drop when it comes to him having an opportunity to compete at a championship level? It would be borderline irresponsible if we actually did that. If we, if we went, regardless of what happens next Sunday against the Niners, if we do our 2024 preview show for the NFL season and we don't project the Chiefs in the AFC championship game, we're dumb. <laughs> Whether they get there or not, but, but, uh, yeah. but it was. But this was us back in the month of December. Right? I, we were I did it all year. Listen, I did it all year. You know, the haters said that I was wrong, and shout out to the haters. You were right because yeah. I was wrong. I was one hundred percent wrong. I will never make that mistake again with Patrick Mahomes. I am going to put him in Sharpie in the AFC Championship. But they've game. given us plenty of reasons to doubt him this year. The receiving core led the league in drops. Uh, I mean, they lost to the Green Bay Packers. They lost to the Buffalo Bills. They lost to the Philadelphia Eagles. They had at to home. go on the road. Uh, exactly. I mean, none they, of it mattered. None of it. Ma- that's the thing. That's the wild part. None of that stuff mattered. They they got embarrassed at home on Christmas Day by the Raiders. And that, if you listen to everybody on that team, was the turning point in terms of them locking in and having more urgency about how they go about their business. But Patrick Mahomes just finds a way. And that competitive greatness is infectious, and we've seen that permeate throughout the organization. So why would I think that for whatever reason, that intangible is going to go away. You're, I just don't think it you, does. You couldn't, in my mind, you couldn't be more right. And yet I'm still saying winning four more is so absurd as a number that like the rest of his career would be better than Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees combined. Yes. Or equal to, excuse me, in terms of number of Super Bowls, one. But we're arriving at that conclusion based on the variables that we have, and we don't have anything to negate that. We have nothing to point to to say— You're right. Th- like, if, we, if this was a scientific experiment, there is no data that's coming out of here to suggest that he's going to slow down at any point. I'm going to say something, and, and I know this is going to sound like crazy town. I know, I know this oh, is going to sound like crazy town. Go I'm going to say it. Tom Brady is the GOAT. Yeah. Just like Michael Jordan is the GOAT in the NBA. Yes. I think Patrick Mahomes comes closer to the GOAT in his sport than than LeBron James can come to Michael Jordan in his sport. Who in your life do you know that loves Tom Brady more than me? Anyone? No. I don't even know if his parents do. I could could not agree with you more. You're right. Mahomes has a chance to get closer to Brady than LeBron ever does to Michael. No doubt. It's not close. It's crazy to say that because of how good LeBron is, but I think that that frames the greatness of Pat Mahomes. I agree. And I, think I still will, I still will say I mean? zero. <laughs> I still will say zero even after all of that because Tom Brady had three Hall of Fame careers. If you look at the first seven, the middle seven, and the last seven, I actually think he played more than that, yeah. but he had three different Hall of Fame careers. He had the first Pats run, the second Pats run, and then at the end and the, into the Tampa Bay run, right? He Like, this is now, I guess, still part of the first version of the Hall of Fame career for Mahomes. The question becomes, can he have a second and third version of it to win the four more? Yeah, can he sustain and, it? Yeah, and you guys have every single right to say yes, and I have no right to say no, other than the logic of winning four more Super Bowls is so difficult that I just would have to lean towards zero. But you're, you're saying right now he has to match Joe Montana in order yeah. to be viewed as a greater quarterback than Joe Montana. If it's three versus four, I think one more. How about that? One more. Okay. Yeah. One more. Is yeah, that one fair? More, one that more. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, listen. If they go back to back and they're the first team to go back to back championships in the last two decades, and you can do it with this team, and you do it with this team. I mean, no disrespect. Yeah. I say that and you do it, and you do it against the 49ers, Yes. Who have like all of these all pros on the team? And you went on the road. You you beat the presumptive MVP and Lamar. Yeah. Yeah. They're. 
If yeah. he does it this time. Yeah. 888-SAY-ESPN. <laughs> Taylor Swift. We got to hear from you guys. Mahomes. The album she's coming out with. Oh. Or like and the celebration. Or oh. no more. I it's unsportsmanlike it. on ESPN great. Radio. Her on the float. It'd be great. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. So what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go visit your parents, hang out with friends and catch a movie? They're all solid options, but what about devoting time to yourself? Maybe taking up a personal hobby you've put off. With everything in your life that you handle, work, picking the kids up from school, running errands, you never really get enough me time. The best way to squeeze that time into your schedule is to first understand your own personal value and then make yourself a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Prioritizing mental health is an important part of my life. Let BetterHelp empower you to be the best version of yourself and guide you along the journey of becoming a better you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. Patrick Mahomes heading to the Super Bowl yet again. We put it out there for you guys. More likely, he wins four more to tie Brady in New England or no more. 888-SAY-ESPN, telephone number to be a part of the show. John in Ohio, listening on 106.7, joins us here on Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. What's up, John? my call so i just wanted to chime in here and i know it's dependent upon health and things like that but i think he wins at least four more super bowls and if he can stay healthy it's probably going to be more like six or seven um patrick mahomes is going to go down as the greatest quarterback of all time by the time he retires he is the crown jewel he does things nobody else in the nfl does and as far as this upcoming super bowl he's going to carve that 49ers secondary up Jared Goff looked like Joe Montana in the first half of that game last week so six or seven thanks for the phone call yeah do you hear that that's six or seven more by the way I want to be clear on that would be eight or nine total do you guys hear that and think that's ridiculous or do you go to your head in your head of like well maybe possibly I'm gonna get to the place where I stop doubting number 15 like that that, he just said six or seven more though I'm 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 not gonna say he can't do it I'm not going to sit here. I'm uncomfortable sitting here and saying that he can't do it because I didn't think that there was any way in hell that this team, this iteration of the Kansas City Chiefs, would be playing on Super Bowl Sunday this year. I, I had no – and that's the thing that's probably the most impressive about what he's doing is that this team looks different. This is a different version of the Chiefs than the teams that have won it in the past or teams that have even gotten to the big game in the past. They've been more offensive-centric. When they had Tyreek Hill, when they had Travis Kelsey, I mean, it's, it was a different team. It was driven by them lighting up the scoreboard. 
This is more about them being able to play championship caliber defense and Mahomes managing the game and making winning plays but avoiding costly mistakes. And this is an element of his game that has gone understated. But since he lost that conference championship game to the Cincinnati Bengals a couple of years ago, you're talking about Pat Mahomes being perfect in the playoffs (laughs) and having no interceptions and only taking five sacks. So avoid negative plays. Make game-winning plays when they present themselves, and sometimes that means just checking the ball down to the running backs of Travis Kelsey and making sure that you end every drive and a kick. To me, that's impressive, especially when you have the ability to throw for 50 touchdowns in any given season. To be able to have that level of discipline, that level of restraint, shows the maturity from Pat Mahomes, and that's why I'm not going to doubt that he can win four or five or six more just because you're seeing the evolution of a player that came out in his first year and won an MVP. Xavier in North Carolina watching on ESPN2. What's up, Xavier? Uh, Yes, I I actually believe that he can win four more, and it goes back to Chris Canty's point with the contract negotiations. I feel like, in my opinion, winners uh, negotiate to not getting the highest-paid contract, but to also, you know, advocate for other players as far as pieces around him to win even more Super Bowl rings. As you see back in Tom Brady's career, he had Amendola, uh, Edelman, Gronk, uh, even Antonio Brown, Mike Evans. Those are high-key receivers for Tom Brady, and they didn't really have a lot in their contract for Tom Brady to be able to come in and, you know, assess the pieces around him to win even more greater championships, and that's why he won with the Bucks at that time period. Yeah, he elevates everybody around him. And it's also such a destination to go there. You know, he brought up the Patriots. I think about how many guys Belichick would find at certain points in their career, and they'd be like, I want to go to New England to win. It's a destination for me to go to because I want to finish out my career as a champion, and they put me in the best possible position to do that. Are the Chiefs not the same thing? They're exactly the same, but that's the thing. I'm interested, CeCe, what Smalls just said. NFL player, let's call this player nine years in. He's made uh, generational wealth for his family. Yeah. Okay. He's ringless. He wants to go to... Or maybe he has a ring. Or maybe he has a ring. And he wants to just win at the twilight sure. of his career. He wants maybe a to... guy like Mike Evans. Okay. He... Oh, oh yeah. I'm, I am so convinced, by maybe, the way, that that's going like, to happen. I'm just going to throw it out there. Maybe well, a guy I'm like Mike so Evans. I'm so convinced. <laughs> Good example, but bad example for where I was going. So theoretically, so wait, play I'm, it out. I'm thinking of yeah. like the Chris Long scenario. Yes. Number two overall yes. draft pick had not won... Wanted to go somewhere and the next chapter of his career to get get the championship. And he went several places and got several rings. Yes, but he went to New England first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here's, the, I guess, the point that I'm making. Normally, you would think later in someone's life or career, let me go to sunny weather. There's two teams in L.A. There's a team in Miami, Jacksonville, Tampa, ah, whatever. Is everyone choosing Kansas City now? Is everyone saying, I don't care how much they're offering me. I don't care if I can go sunny weather and retire there. I got to go with him. Yeah. Yeah, see, I mean, that's, that's yeah, what yeah. gets you to the four, no right? No doubt, no doubt. And call Patrick Mahomes the most valuable bundler. Like, like that's what <laughs> he's going to do. He's going to bundle up all of the veteran players that want to go ring chase in the twilights of their career. And it makes sense. And when you have somebody that's willing to be flexible in terms of the, the, the contract that they're currently on, when he's able to restructure, when he's able to push money in the future years, I think that opens the door for them being able to add key pieces and retain key talent. So... Yeah, there's no reason to think that Patrick Mahomes ain't going to keep this thing pushing because of what he's shown on the field, but also what he's been willing to do in the way of contract negotiations. I I just, again, I'm not going to doubt this dude. I doubted him again this year. I did not think that this team was capable 
of getting to this spot, especially when they lost games against teams that we fancied as contenders down the stretch, and yet they've been nothing but nothing short of dominant during this postseason. Another thing I think about in the desirability factor of Kansas City is people would go to New England and say, okay, I'll suffer through it for a year. I'll, I'll have the Patriot way. I'll do my job. I'll, I'll go through the pain and the misery and what it takes to be a champion in New England because I really want to get that done. How much fun are they having in Kansas City? Oh, they're having a blast. Travis Kelsey's dating Taylor Swift. Yeah. Andy Reid's eating cheeseburgers. Patrick Mahomes is doing a Netflix yeah, I special. I think it's more like New England than we give it, like we say. Like it may, they may come off having more fun, but they still put in the work. But but they have a different shine to them yeah, than New I England. Did. I mean, Travis well, well, Kelsey's you- doing podcasts. It's it just seems to be more joyful than it was in New England. I will say this, Big Red is more cooperative than Bill Belichick. Sure. In terms of being able to have constant communication with the players, value their input, I think he does that in a way that Bill Belichick just doesn't. And so, like, when the players are invested in it, when your head coach is willing to show, you know, the creativity that comes from the guys in the locker room in his game plan – I think that makes a difference. Remember when they were playing the Raiders and they did ring around the Rosie and they scored a touchdown on that (laughs) play? Bill Belichick ain't no way in hell he doing something like that. (laughs) But that's the kind of stuff that gets players to respond positively to coaching, at least this generation of athlete, which is why I think they've got the kind of culture that will allow them to have the sustained success which would lead to multiple championships for Pat in the future. Sensitive Belichick fan coming out here. All right, Andy, win four more, then come talk to me. Uh, Dominic in Nebraska on ESPN2. What's up, Dominic? Hey, guys. Great show as usual. Um, a question for Evan. If you're associating rings with greatness, why is Bill Russell never ranked number one best player in the NBA? That's a very fair question. It's a very fair question. I think because more times than not, we talk to, with, and at, at times, people that never saw him play. I think every single day, we are talking with people that saw Michael Jordan play. Mm -hmm. And I also think that Michael Jordan played at a time where the league was better than it was when Bill Russell played. There were more teams, bigger, stronger, faster, et cetera, et cetera. And, And also, for me, as somebody that grew up during that era... Michael presented a level of invincibility that I had never seen with any athlete in my no life. No doubt. And that's why it makes the ring conversation interesting. And I know we're, we're, we're going a little bit bigger than Patrick Mahomes, but when Michael retired the first time, after the first three-peat, everybody said he was the greatest to ever do it. Mm-hmm. Magic had more rings. Yes. Kareem had more rings yeah. at that point. Mm-hmm. But everybody Bill said, Russell had by eight more rings. Yes, exactly. Yes. Every, but everybody said Michael was the best to do it. So the, the, the ring count is a more recent phenomenon when it comes to judging greatness. And that's why I asked the question, even if Patrick Mahomes doesn't catch Joe Montana in terms of total number of championships, I'm still probably uncomfortable saying that Joe Montana is a greater player than what I've seen from number 15. But you were very specific because you only asked that for Montana and not for Brady. Because the rings are just so outlandish (laughs) with Tom Brady. And then the other part, this dude done played 23 years in the NFL. And beat Mahomes twice in the playoffs. 20, but, yes. 20, but, and, but yes, that, that part too, so head-to-head. But 23 years. Right, there's this so much like of an ba- anomaly. This ain't like baseball or basketball. If you play 23 years in the NFL and you ain't a bench warmer, you ain't a kicker or a punter, you play 23 years, 
That is absolutely incredible. That is attributed to your greatness as an athlete, to be able to withstand the rigors of playing in the NFL for that long. That's twice my career length and some. Can you imagine playing 10 more years? Hell 11 no. more years? I can't Wait, that's imagine. double I plus one. Yeah, I can't imagine playing 10 more snaps. <laughs> and this dude played 12 more years than I did. And I had a long career. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> say what you're going to say. I but I say, beat him in the yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Get close up on that right whatever. there. Whatever. ESPN2, go to break. Go Get to break. Up. There we're, we go. Oh, no, we're on Sportsmanlike. We're going to have some aggressive insurance. That's what it is. It's shining over here. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100 times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to PrizePicks.com/morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's PrizePicks.com/morning code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, pick more, pick less. It's that easy. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. I don't know that anyone's arguing this anymore. That's how good this guy is. Tune in to NBA action tomorrow night. Knicks and the Lakers. Lakers coming off their big win without LeBron and AD against Let's the Celtics go. last night. Let's go. Presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 8 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Kimberly A. Martin, ESPN NFL reporter, is here. Hello. 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 Um, before we get into <laughs> Michelle's fabulous look, because I got I brought the big hair today. Yes. Um, I have a message from your friend, Alan Hahn. Okay. He said, your Lakers suck. So wow. just, just wanted to wow, pass so that. So disrespectful. That hurts. I'm just saying. I mean, we, actually did, York, them a, we actually did them a solid, though. Like, we beat the Celtics, mm-hmm. and the Celtics are in mm-hmm. front of the Knicks in the standings. Mm-hmm. So you should be thanking I'm just saying, our guys Lakers aren't. Fan. Tweeting emojis out there and stuff. So I'm, just saying, glass, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What what is going? It is hourglass season, and it somehow Jim Harbaugh referenced hourglasses yesterday during his presser. He Who re- knew it was hourglass season? He references Shawshank every time he step in front of a mic. He references a lot of stuff. <laughs> He's an interesting guy, that's for sure. All right, Kimberly, let's bring you into a conversation we were just having mm-hmm. about Patrick Mahomes. Is yes. it more likely he wins four more Super Bowls to equal Brady with New England, uh-huh. or no more Super Bowls? Oh. uh... He's talented enough to win four. Um, I, I, mm, that's hard because when you look at the the conference, when you look at the amount of quarterbacks that are avail- that that teams have, you've got 
Josh Allen, you got Joe Burrow, you got Lamar, you've got a host of others. Justin Herbert, we'll see how his career pans out. And then you got young guns like C.J. Stroud. I think if you tell me Patrick Mahomes never wins another Super Bowl, I'd have to say, okay, I get it. Because in the NFL, you know how hard it is mm-hmm. to to win the Super Bowl once, let alone multiple times. But then when you think about, damn, just how special Patrick Mahomes is, mm-hmm. it's hard to – you cannot put a, a cap on, on his potential and what he could do. So – my roundabout answer, guys, is I will say it's more likely that he'll get four. Yeah, I ain't going to doubt Pat Mahomes yeah. no more. After this, I learned my lesson after this year. After oh, because Chris was one I of those. Gonna do it. Put a fork in them. They done. Yeah, I was. I, done. was. I was. Oh, I was. Wait, I like the candy oh, the impression. Candy. Yeah, but go the candy, the candy is like, uh, they're done. <laughs> it's, like, it's like real deep and loud. I can't get, I can't get there, but... <laughs> But yes, I, right. I, oh, did learn, I like to learn our lessons. The finger was good. I mean, I'm just, I'm just going to throw this out there. I think that Kmart should only answer questions as Canty wow. the rest of this interview. Wow. So Canty, talk to Canty. Oh my gosh. Oh my so, so Kmart, we saw the Commanders hire Dan Quinn. Mm-hmm. All the NFL head coaching vacancies are filled. Before we get to the Washington of it all, we do have to talk about Bill Belichick and Mike Vrabel being iced out. Yeah. What's your take on them? And when we see them back in the National Football League, if at all, as head coaches. Whoa, Christopher, I, feel like I can't even listen. I can't even. won't go that deep. I can't. Um, actually, I will say I'm surprised that Vrabel hasn't got more looks. Um, the Belichick of it all, I am shocked by that. But I also understand the other side. I Personally, I don't think there are 32 other more qualified head coaches. But new players... I think, uh, you know, it's a different time. I think Belichick would have to adapt. I think if you don't adapt, you become extinct at anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think working against Belichick is a lot of these front offices, a lot of these buildings, people are like, hey, man, how long is he going to be here? Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, switch up this whole structure, possibly get rid of me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What? Yeah. I think there yeah. are more issues at play. And also just he's, like, very gruff and he's sort of like, hey, like, uh, I am who I am. I, deservedly so. Um but I am surprised that Vrabel hasn't gotten more looks, um, considering when you, t- when you talk about, you know, the toughness that his teams play with, that despite the roster, what it looked like, guys always fought hard for Vrabes. Um, but again, you know what? We're, we're seeing a changeover of, of new faces on the OCDC level and at the head coach. So I'm not mad at that either. So the commanders hired Dan yeah. Quinn. Cece liked the move. Evan and I thought it was a little anticlimactic. It was. Okay, so what it do you, was, no, what do you no, think it about was. it? But here, it, the one thing that I can give Commanders fans a little bit of, of hope or something about is, is, listen, the Ben Johnson thing, talking to league sources like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, was like, oh, Ben Johnson, Washington, that's the league's worst kept secret. Then, But they have the first interview with him, and, and talking to people in the building and outside the building um, – that first interview, they weren't 100% sold on him. There were things that gave them pause. Mm. And so him pulling his name out, I, they're not feeling like, oh, damn, we blew it. They're like, okay, cool. We, we actually, we might have dodged a bullet. Th- th- those aren't my words, but that it's been reiterated to me. Like, they feel good about Dan Quinn. I think what they don't feel good about is, in hindsight, this search did take longer than it probably should have, mm. um, because now with the last, I think when you hire the last coach, it's like, hey, we finally got somebody, you know. Especially when you look at how the Dallas Cowboys ended their season. But I think you, you know, a GM I was talking to the other day, he said, 
do you want to hire a guy for his defense or offense, or do you want to hire a guy to lead your team? And Dan Quinn is that. I think the real issue is now that all the OCs and the top, considered the top OCs and DCs are gone, like especially on the offensive side of the ball, when you know this team has to get a quarterback, what do you do? Who are you hiring? And so it's going to feel very anticlimactic for Commanders fans. But let me tell you, I, I rather, like, I'd rather you get the pick right than say, you know, maybe you thought Ben Johnson was the guy. And then the more you thought about it, you're like, I don't know. Don't, don't, something's not right. I'd rather you know that and make that decision like, yeah, he's not it for us. Let's go with somebody better. Now, they were interested in Belichick. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, like, mm-hmm. if you picked Dan Quinn – because somebody got in your ear or because it's just, ah, Belichick just seems too complicated or I don't know, too many changes, I think that would be a mistake. Okay. But if you hired Dan Quinn strictly off of he's the best guy, I can rock with it. You just came right. You just dropped a couple of nuggets I want to follow up on because going into this head coaching offseason, the car- coaching carousel, Ben Johnson, Lions offensive coordinator, was like the hot coordinator mm-hmm. that everyone was talking about. Mm-hmm. If there are things you can share, what did Washington learn that turned them off? I think, you know, when these – Talking to a lot of GMs who were looking for head coaches, things that stood out to them were how, how can you communicate, how effectively can you communicate your vision, mm-hmm. how concisely, how, and in some respects, how detailed can you be in what you want to do, what type of staff, who are you bringing with you. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys were impressive personality-wise, football knowledge-wise. But when it came to the staff, it's like, oh, well, I'd like to talk to or I think, you know, so-and-so's good. So when owners and GMs are hearing like, yeah, he's not really sure who he can bring in, that's also a thing. Um, how you how you com- like comport yourself and how you – it's not even work a room because these initial interviews are on Zoom. But even if you can grab the, the audience's attention over Zoom, if you can get a sense of like – hey, we are incomplete. Like, listening to this guy sounds like I'm listening to myself. Like, those are the kind of uh, considerations that GMs are making when they're looking at these head coaches. I think talking to people about Ben Johnson, it was, like, very smart. But I ha- And I'm not saying this person is equating him to this guy. But I also talked to a GM who said, do you want, do you want to hire Adam Gase? Like, the offense is great, his, right? One of his mentors. The, do you want to hire Adam Gase and get the offense, or do you want somebody who could lead a team? And what we saw from, from the time Adam Gase had his presser, it was like, what's happening in New York, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think it really does come down to leadership, how, how much you know football, but also your staff and, and how you can articulate the vision that you have for the team you're trying to build. Kmart, there were reports out there that the sticker shock scared away some owners, some teams when it came to Ben Johnson. They were reporting that he wanted well into the eight figures. And and so I'm not sure how much you know about that, how much truth there is to that. But what, what are you hearing about what Ben Johnson was asking for relative to compensation to do the job? The specifics of what he was asking for, I don't necessarily know. What I do know is that a, around a lot of these candidates – we all got agents, right? No doubt. We all have people in our camp. And depend. And here, as a reporter, your job is to vet your sources, too. Mm-hmm. Figure out, okay, why is this person telling me this? What, what do they have to gain by telling me this? And also, a lot of times, your representation is out there speaking for you when sometimes, like, oh, I don't know if I would say all that. Um, <laughs> I, so, And that's not just a Ben Johnson-specific thing. It's just in general. I think... I think the reports of what he he wanted, there are questions about like, okay, does like he's he's saying like he's 
interviewing, but like, does he really want to be a head coach? Like, because to be the guy is a different thing. No doubt. And the minute, and a lot of people want to be coveted, but when they realize like, oh, you're not 100% sure of me, like, oh, I might actually be turned over for the job. You might say, you know what? Actually, I'm good. I'll stay where I am. Like, there are a lot of things at play. But it could also go with, hey, I want $13, $14 million a year. You don't want to pay me. Oh, well, there were other things that we didn't like about Ben Johnson. And and the fact of the matter is you might not have wanted to pay what Ben Johnson was asking for to leave his job. So I guess I'm trying to figure out, what what's real and what's not? The truth usually lies somewhere in the, in the middle. middle. Right. But we, I can't believe that Ben Johnson was one of the hottest candidates. Not just this hiring cycle, but last hiring cycle. And we're talking about him not landing a job, and there being all of these red flags that are going to keep teams away from him. Here's the thing: a lot of people in league circles are confused by Ben Johnson and what he wants. Like, does he really want to be a head coach? Like, is it just the situation? And you can't. You can only be next off season. Like, he, if he's going to interview, he better be sure that he wants these jobs. I think that's how a lot of people mm. feel. It's like, we're not going to waste time if, if you're not really serious about doing this dance. Kimberly A. Martin dropping a ton of knowledge this morning, and you'll see her on Get Up at 8 a.m. Eastern. I'm over it next on Sportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors... You're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Pat Costello, our producer, provides us with items, sports, entertainment, life that he's over. And normally, 99% of the time, we have no idea what's coming. This is the first time since we started this. I know one thing Pat's going to do, and I can't wait for this. Go ahead, Pat. You do? Well, if you're going to do what you said you were going to do, maybe. We'll see. Oh, yeah. Nuno. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> what are you over today, buddy? <laughs> I'm over that rodent, that groundhog, <laughs> Punxsutawney Phil, that... And the fact that people will sit here today and be like, will he see a shadow? Won't he see a shadow? Will we have six more weeks of winter? Will we have, you know, whatever it is. Oh, by the way, he didn't see a shadow, so I guess spring is coming early. It's a rodent. Guys, it's a scam. Stop falling for it. We're gonna winter will end when winter ends. Spring will start when it starts. It's not because of that little rodent. I'm done. Get him, Pat. I don't, I mean. How is it a scam? I don't know exactly. why it's a who's, scam. Who's making money off of this outside of Bill Murray for Groundhog's Day? 
I bet you if you went to Pennsylvania, people were selling T-shirts yeah, and all that, that stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. That. There's some yeah, swag there's no for doubt, sure. Yeah. Maybe I love Groundhog Day because it's my dad's birthday. Shout out to my dad. Happy birthday today. And oh, so happy birthday. We, we always kind of celebrated Groundhog's Day. Like, we, he's a groundhog in that way. But I think it's kind of endearing and fun. Oh, will we have, will he see a shadow? Will he not? It's just a fun little thing to do, guys. Wait, it's can not I that bring serious. up a good movie? Yeah. Good can movie. I bring up one thing about your dad? Oh, what? Your dad had a great line. Tell every, tell the world before we get back to Pat. This is embarrassing. About the, the pants you were wearing and what he had to say. So Rob, our social media guru today, has on a striped sweater. And what did you call him? What was uh, the Waldo. <laughs> yeah, you said where's Waldo because he's wearing a black and white striped sweater. One time I was wearing uh, black and white striped silk pants and I walked into my parents' house and my dad was like, what's up, Ed Hockley? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, these pants are going to get burned. And also it's fashion. Ever heard of it, Dad? But love you. Happy birthday. <laughs> Ref jokes. All right, Pat. <laughs> Uh, can we pump the brakes on Patrick Mahomes a little bit? Oh. I mean, just a little bit. I think it's safe to question whether or not Patrick Mahomes will win six or seven more. <laughs> we're not even at three yet, and we're talking about nine. Like, can we just slow down a little bit here? Pat, is he incapable of winning six more? I'm th- we, so far, he hasn't even won three. We don't even know if he's capable of that yet. Okay. Yeah, well, to answer that question, is he okay. incapable of winning six more? Yes, because we've never seen it. That's the way I would answer that. Okay. That's it's like not a fair answer to him because how but, can people do things for the first time? If you know, I get it. But have we seen a start to a career like Patrick Mahomes I mean, put no, together? Listen, so he's, he's already had, defied things that aren't there. He's had five full seasons, and three of them ended in the Super Bowl, two with championships, and he's in his fourth Super Bowl, and this is his sixth year. Can't so he I mean, nine Super Bowls? Listen, I'm not Pat. It's far fetched. But if you were to tell me that there was going to be a player that surpassed how many rings Charles Haley got and played 23 years, I would have said you're out of your damn mind. And you probably have CTE. But as long behold, as that's the only Charles Haley story we're doing, we're good but, today. But lo and, well, dear God in heaven. <laughs> but lo and behold, along came this guy named Tom Brady who played 23 years and won seven championships and went to 10 Super Bowls. But what's more, like, what's more ridiculous for you in terms of the absurdity? Let's call it year uh, 2014 through 22 for Brady or the first six for Mahomes. First seven, excuse me, but six years as a starter. Oh, 14 through 23 for Brady. That, like, so doing yeah, it at four, that age is so absurd. For Brady is, is, yeah. It's just stupid. The guy played at an MVP level and won a championship in his – like if you look at all of the decades of his career, you could say that those are all Hall of Fame. Yes. Like, like, like think about it, his, his 20s. Hall of Famer, his 30s, Hall of Famer, his 40s, yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Like by 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 any and any metric, you could objectively say that each decade of Brady's career was a Hall of Fame career in its own right. It's so ridiculous. And the fact that it's, it's multiple it's, decades. It's it's, it's, it's it's three decades. That's the fact that we're talking about. We're talking about three, three decades. decades. It's ridiculous. Stupid. Stupid. Go ahead, Pat. So the Olympics is coming up. I don't think the Olympics is cool. Oh. And I don't think it's been cool for quite a while. There might be like an event or two that's kind of interesting, but the full Olympics are just really not that exciting. And also the Olympic song is really terrible. This, I wish this was the Olympic song. This would get me fired up. Monday Night Football for now the that, Olympics. Now, that, that now, would, uh, now know, I'm no, in. That would actually be kind of cool. An NFL Olympics? I mean, we kind of already have something like that with the combine, but like if you have the best of the best, like the NFL Olympics... 
Like like DK I, I Metcalf can't. and Tyreek Hill in the 100 meter dash. Oh my God, that'd be How unreal. great would that be? I'd watch. It'd be phenomenal. So, the two NFL things. Olympics. Two things on this. Number one, I couldn't agree with Pat Moore. I, I'm going to say something. I don't believe the Olympics are for diehard sports fans. They're I think just, more people who watch the Olympics are not actually sports fans. They just love their country? Or they love the they, pomp and circumstance Yeah, of it? and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. The diehard sports fan is not going to watch the Olympics over any of the four major sports. They're just not, right, in my opinion. Second thing is, to your point, I don't know if this is an ex-NFL thing. My friend Mark Tauscher, ESPN Wisconsin, literally pitched me the other day that there should be the every person Olympics. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, it's in Paris. We should have a race up the Eiffel Tower to see who wins with the every person. That's more interesting than what we actually have in the Olympics. Well, I saw something on Twitter yesterday where it was saying that there's a billionaire that's trying to come out with the enhanced Olympics. I saw that. Where where people can actually take PEDs and compete in Olympic sports. And I'm like, I don't know who asked for that. Yeah, I don't but know is who it needs that? Is it a turn off or a that, turn on? But that could be the every that could be the everyman Olympics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> running up the Eiffel Tower in Paris. Yeah, juiced, I think Cece did that ju- in December. Up. <laughs> no, I'm not <laughs> walking up the Eiffel Tower. Walking up, walking, yeah, yeah. not running. Carried walking. up the Eiffel Tower. That's yeah. that's kind of how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> Next one, Pat. Do you know surfing was in the Olympics? I didn't. I'm still looking at the list, and some of these are just insane. Rhythmic gymnastics. What are oh, we doing? You know how is, hard it is to get that ribbon where you want it? That's difficult. What are we doing? What's the one what with is, the horse what is jumping up and down? With the ribbon, you know? How you're, you're yeah. moving the ribbon around. You're just and ripping, the, ripping the ribbon? There's the hoop. It's all, it's all about... There's a hoop? Speed. Oh, yeah. The hoop and the ribbon. I, I am not aware. I, I, <laughs> I am not aware. I know props. what she's talking about. I, I am today years old when I heard a rhythmic What's gymnastics. What's the one with the really? horses yeah. jumping up and down? Dressage. The, uh, that's stupid. I don't know why yeah. I know that yeah. one. Yeah, it's just dumb. <laughs> it's like, what? Dressage. Oh, that my was God. Right there on the tip of your tongue. <laughs> right. Dressage. Just had, just had Think about one. that. <laughs> just had that one there. <laughs> Dressage over football. Yeah, great, great job, Olympics. Next well, one. We dominate in football, but uh, people who film themselves at the gym, like, get over yourself. Yeah, just do your workout and get out of the way. You're not cool. You're not interesting, and no one cares that you can like do bicep curls. This is not your own personal workout studio. Keep it moving. Yeah, I think people are doing way too much when they're like recording their workout and they're like trying to get the perfect setup and they've got the selfie thing to hold the cell phone. I'm just like, are you trying to work out? Like, what what are you trying to do? Like, what? I, like, I thought You're going to the, I got I thought going to the gym was all about fitness. All right, let's just be Well, real. you don't post your workouts, though. No, you're telling me if Emily Rajkowski started posting her workouts, you're not going to follow along? I am. No, I'm not going to follow along. I like being married. Yes. <laughs> so I'm good. But that I'm has good. nothing to do with it. I'm all, I'm all good. But if Tom Brady's talking... posting his workout, my wife is going to look. I have no problem with that. But I don't think that Pat is talking about the, you know, the Tom Brady's of the world. Yeah. I think he's talking about the regular person who's at the gym posting <laughs> yeah, the guy, on their the social media. The guy has got four plates on each side of the, the, the bar trying to squat you know what? Like, 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 bro, why are you trying to squat 400 pounds? I like, know, I know like, what Nuno posting I, his workouts. I got paid to hit people for a living, and I wasn't squatting Nuno, 400 pounds. Nuno, post your What's workouts. What's the point of it? Come on, Nuno. Stop yourself. Post your workouts. Add on Sports ESPN. Nuno's workouts. I'd watch those. Exactly. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. 
There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.